prepare to experience the strongest radio allowable by law. Secrets will be revealed. Myths dispelled. From the studio gym where excuses never apply. It's Superhuman Radio with your host, Carl Lenore. Hey, welcome back to Superhuman Radio. And uh, I've got one of my favorite guests on the show, a gentleman who I can credit with uh, actually changing my opinion of where this show was going years ago, and uh, physical culture historian, physical culturist Randy Roach. How you doing, Randy? Depends today, Carl, what you drag me into. (laughs) I know we're kind of we're gonna do a little freestyling. We have a concept here that we want to talk about. Uh, something I actually blogged about this morning, but uh, and it and it kind of fits hand in hand with uh, you know current events as well as nutrition and physical culture in general. And the the concept is that uh, we as humans are actually in captivity in a sense, uh, but our captors don't necessarily have a cage around us, but they have uh, a cage around our our mindset. Um, and and I, I blogged about it this morning a little bit, and you know, I want to kind of delve into this whole idea uh, to a greater degree and see what we can come up with as well as historically uh, how some of this has happened. But my, my, my position is that we as humans have lost our intuition on what is good for us and what is not. Would you agree with that? Yeah, we don't use our intuition. We use our minds. We become very mind-oriented as opposed to intuitive. And this is basically how our culture has forged us right from birth. And, it's for, and what has forged our culture? See, it goes back. This is, uh, I have no time to, this is, we're doing this cold. I have no time to really prepare for talking about, but I have pondered this uh, and researched it, and I will be writing to a certain degree on it in probably the next two years. But it is who has forged this culture that we are living in and some people would feel trapped in but we were led to believe it's been a free a free ride a free country when it really is not I, I, and I actually think that there is actually a, a, an awareness or a grassroots consciousness going on in the nation when I hear some of the things that people are saying about nutrition and I hear some of the stories in the news uh, that are that are based stories that are based on people's opinions, and it seems like there is kind of an, a, a marginal awakening taking place right now about this type of subject. There's a massive awakening. It's much bigger than what the media is showing. That's our biggest bottleneck is the media, because you just have to watch the commercials, and you can tell who's driving the media, and things like CNN and such. And there's a lot of people getting far more astute as to what's going on in terms of losing freedoms and, uh, and people getting tired of uh, being dragged into wars that are mostly bullshit, you know, and a lot of that's being exposed. But, again, there's a lot of alternative media popping up. People, are, the, the mainstream media is getting concerned because there, many people are leaving them and going to mainstream media and maybe just even watching both. Uh, I myself will watch some mainstream media as to see what the movie is projecting in terms of forging our culture. But I mean, there's, you, you have to also be careful with the alternative media there too, because there's a lot of nonsense there too, yeah, and right. it's a matter of mitigating through it and using uh, some, some common sense. But 
you know, you're, you're right. There, there are many people awakening up and realizing what the what, what the hell is going on. But now here's the thing. You, you interestingly enough, you use the term common sense, and you know that, that there's that old uh, quip. You know, well, common sense isn't so common. But the reality is that um, common sense, intuition, um, these are things that have been bred out of us as a species by uh, mar- marketing, for for lack of better. Uh, you know, uh, evidence we have been marketed to and brainwashed as as a civilization. I mean, today people have no intuition about raising their own children. They have to turn to a book to get information. And and the interesting thing about this, I'm going to summarize in a second. But you know, we have to look for books on how to have marriages be successful and have relationships be successful. We have to look to the media and to TV to find out what foods we should be eating. You know, and and the problem with this is that the opinion du jour changes. So today there's this opinion, tomorrow there's that opinion. So we swing like a pendulum from left to right. Be- oh, yeah, like, because we have no we have no intuition. We have no intuition any longer. We have no you know, intuition. Then they apologize for screwing up at the letter generation, the two astray. It's funny you mention uh, reading books to raise children. I can tell you a true story, and I can't mention the names up here in Canada because I know these people personally. They um, they were they're um, an isolated family, which they homeschool, and they were reported because they spanked their child, and the government stepped in and came and took the child. Now again. They kept it, this was three years ago, they still kept the child, not necessarily because they spanked the child. It's because the family refused what the government was insisting, that they take their courses on how to conduct themselves in a certain way. Both these people have spent over four to six months in prison each, and you want to know, I tell people, you want to know where taxpayer money is going? Okay, you got a small little farm, you got nine cop cars, a SWAT bus, a helicopter, and two ambulances going out to this little farm. And nobody was home. That's a fact. I know these people personally. Right. You know, so just because they did not want to accept what the government said, we're going to teach you how to to raise your kids. You know, it's a, it's a matter of okay, who who's in control? Like, I mean, most people think that's ridiculous. I myself would have thought that was ridiculous, but because I know these people, and I, cause because of what I know, what our government has done to my milk supplier in 1994. And in, and in 2006, they raided him like in a military style with uh, armed uh, um, government officials, and they just ransacked his place. It was like the Gestapo. And that, again, is a fact. It's been written about, documented. He's fought that in court. Now he's in court. He just went to court again. And that's our free country, right? You know, and, right? You know, and people have to understand something. Prisons and crime is business. Uh, the, the, the authorities in your area make money... When they arrest you, they make Look, money. Dick Cheney, that's Carl. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. Check Dick Cheney. Guess where he's got stuff? Guess where he owns in your, in your prison system? Right. What? What? U.S. Uh, what is it? U.S. Corrections? Yeah, your that big XVP, corporation. Dick Cheney is also ex, what, it was the ex-CEO of Halliburton, making all that money off Iraq. You right. Know, it, it's that's disgusting. Right. I mean, uh, prisons are a big business, and, and but not to not to get too deep into that side of it. I mean, just to come full circle with the idea that people don't know what to eat you know right now there's a there's a uh, epidemiological study circulating around the internet that people who eat red meat and processed meats uh, have a higher occurrence of cancer but they don't look at anything else they I mean the other factors that weigh into this like the quality of the meat and the animal the quality of the animal 
husbandry that goes on before producing the meat and what other dietary factors played into the role of the etiology of some of the diseases that they're pointing at red meat. You know, people ate red meat for thousands of years and didn't manifest these diseases. Now, you know, can it be said that um, maybe a, a diet too high in the consumption of certain things can have an effect on you? Absolutely. But red meat, and they're, they're talking about small amounts, three ounces of red meat a day had a higher occurrence of cancer. Did you hear about that study? No, I don't listen to this crap anymore. I used to read these things 20, 20 years ago and, and believe everything. I thought, you know, they're just telling me they wouldn't lie to us. But if, like Arthur Jones said, it, it's, it's bullshit. Uh, what they typically did with those type of studies, and they've been doing it for a long time, um, because meat has been demonized going back, as you saw in Volume 1, beginning in the 1950s, saturated fat and cholesterol, it's been absolutely demonized. Starting in the 1980s, it was all over the place. Everybody was scared. Crapless to eat anything with eggs, cholesterol, or, or, or meat. So when they do a study like this, typically people who eat less red meat they're under the impression they're thinking they're doing something better for their health. So they're not just uh, reducing red meat. They also are less likely to smoke, less likely to drink, more likely to exercise because they affiliate mentally the reduction of red meat as part of their protocol to get healthier. Right. So when they, when they interview people who typically eat red meat, they don't typically care what they do. They may still be smoking. They may still may be drinking, not exercising. They, and they have to elaborate fully on all the factors involved in these studies, and often they don't. And as you know me, I've said a hundred times, I don't care about any of these studies that are conducted over weeks or months. You have to take them over years and gestations to prove anything. And that's a big thing that I've learned from you that it's not important to look at the effects of these dietary changes in the individuals that you're that you're watching it's important to watch the long-term effects on their offspring that because like you said once to me that made perfect sense and i never thought about it before but the but an adult human is formed already it's like it's like having a building made of bricks and uh, saying uh, you're going to replace a half a dozen bricks with sand that's that's going to crumble under the weight. The building doesn't fall. But now, build that building from the beginning with that sand, and you have a yeah. totally different structure. When you look at these studies, you have to look at the offspring to see the real ramifications of these uh, dietary changes. Randy, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Hold your thought for a second because I want to come back and I want to pick up on this. Um, you're listening to Superhuman Radio. We're talking today with Randy Roach, and we're just kind of rambling about the concept that we are actually humans today, are animals in captivity. And, we, and we're going to show you that we manifest a lot of the same symptoms that animals in captivity manifest. Stay tuned. You're listening to Superhuman Radio. We'll be right back. Are you still on the fence about Body Protection Complex BPC Oral from DrSeeds.com? Listen to Maggie Kuhn, one of the owners of the C-Bus Lifting Company, Jim, in Columbus, Ohio. I had been having some nagging tendon issues that weren't injuries, just, just things that were annoying. You know, I'm 58 years old, so just older tendon kind of issues. For us powerlifters, you know, we really don't stop training when we have just nagging issues. We just kind of keep pushing through. And I started the BPC. What I noticed was I was doing 
doing some heavy tricep stuff that um, that would have killed me um, before when I had an elbow problem, and I was able to do this with literally no pain at all. Go to drseeds.com, D-R-S-E-E-D-S.com. Use coupon code SHR and save 20% off your bottle of BPC Body Protection Complex today. Do you use protein powder? Then you'll want to hear this. Thrive Protein is the single best protein blend in the world, built around what Mother Nature put into mother's milk. Thrive Protein is the first human-appropriate protein blend. There's just too much in Thrive to list in this commercial. That's why I'm challenging you to compare your current protein to Thrive. Get your current protein and go to thrivprotein.com and see how your protein's label stacks up to Thrive. For a limited time, get three pounds of Thrive for $59.95, including shipping inside the USA. That's thrivprotein.com and code COMPARE. Get ready to experience protein envy. Hey, this is Carl. For 14 years, you've heard me talk about Can-See Eye Drops, and they being the reason that I do not need reading glasses at now 61 years old. But I regularly get emails and messages from people who've been using Can-See and having some amazing results. Recently, I got an email from a fellow named Chad, who, because he was on dexamethasone eye drops for over six months, developed a cataract. Can-See Eye Drops actually reduced my cataract to the point where even my doctor has a hard time finding it. I will never stop using Can-See Eye Drops twice a day. I've been using them since 2008, he says. And you should be too. There is no better way to keep your eyes healthy and seeing clearly than can see eye drops. Go to wisechoicemedicine.com today and get on board and we will both be looking into the future with very clear vision. You already know the benefits of red light therapy. Now you have to find the strongest, best one out there at the best price, right? That's where Scott Chevery found himself. He had to create Mital Red Light so you can get Get the strongest, best red light therapy unit in the world at the absolute best price. And the Superhuman Nation gets an additional discount. Go to MitalRedLight.com and use code SHR to get the lowest price anywhere, plus free shipping inside the USA and deeply discounted shipping worldwide. Go to MitalRedLight.com and use code SHR today. That's M-I-T-O-R-E-D-L-I-G-H-T.com. New Mass Pro Synthogen X2 just up to its own legendary game. To distance itself even further from the rest of the pack, Synthogen X2 now has double the key active ingredients. If you've ever wondered what steroid-like recovery feels like, Synthogen X2 delivers. See why others compare it favorably to powerful bodybuilding drugs at Synthogen.com. Mass Pro Synthogen. When you train with it, you'll gain with it. This is the Superhuman Channel, where we use oxygen for the power of good. You know I love music, and every time I hear something hot, it makes me want to move, it makes me want to have fun, but it's something about this joint right here, this joint right here. I want to welcome a new sponsor to Superhuman Radio, Omega Sports Supplements, and they have a new product called Ultima, which is the ultimate pre-workout drink. You can learn more about Ultima by visiting Omega Sports Supplements. Com. And thank you very much to Matt Pallotta for being an advertiser on Superhuman Radio. My guest today is Randy Roach. We're talking about this concept that I really want to drive home to people because it's, um, it's, it's important. It really is important to realize that we are humans in captivity. We are not free of the influences of our captors. And as a result of this, and by captors I mean the influences that have reduced our ability to be intuitive about what we eat, 
what we should eat, how we should be, how we should live, and so on and so forth. You know, Randy, when you look at animals in captivity, you know, animals that live in a zoo, they manifest certain behaviors. Uh, for instance, the difficulty in uh, reproduction. They tend to live shorter lifespans. They tend to develop um, specific psychological anomalies, uh, you know, uh, and, and, and so on. And th- these are the same conditions. Their health is poor because they're not eating a diet that they would n- normally eat if they were alive in their natural ha- habitat. These are all the same symptoms that we manifest as a civilization today. Same, same symptoms Francis Padre, Dr. Francis Padre pointed out in 1940 with his cats. You know, he's gone under a lot of criticism, and a lot of the criticisms is uh, just to, people don't want to pay attention to what he actually was indicating. And same thing, he, they couldn't, the infertility, back at that time, price, uh, Padre was indicating what, uh, with animals what Price was seeing with his human uh, tribes he was studying, and both of them knew that our, this is a rumor, that was a time we had a lot of orphanages, and they were predicting uh, sterility and infertility. Like we, now today, we don't hardly have any orphanage at all. It's all fertility clinics. They predicted it. Pottinger couldn't reproduce past the third generation of cats eating the uh, processed cooked food. And again, all the psychological behaviors, the aggressive females, the docile males. And Pottinger was doing uh, anthropometric measurements. Uh, he was studying that he was, he was noticing an absolute morphing of the male and female physiques. They're almost transposing. They're almost swapping. You know, the male becoming more more feminine and right. the female becoming more masculine beginning at the turn of the 20th century. Now, he, he died in 1967, I believe, while he was still conducting that research. But it's just, again, his work, Dr. Weston Price, I believe his work was required reading at one time in anthropology classes, but it's thrown out. you got to ask, why? Why are they not using this work? Because they don't want people to read it. That's exactly right. And, that, and, and, our, and our captors, our captors, those who produce, that have put a virtual cage around us and eliminated our ability to make good decisions about our health and our nutrition and our choices in general are those profiting companies who have a vested interest in us not being clear about what our real destiny is. And those are the food companies and the pharmaceutical companies. I mean, clearly those are the two biggest uh, perpetrators in this situation here. Because well, you look at the same people. It's the same. It's you got to look at the people behind finance, oil and money, and the banking. It's it gets into who's control of the private private banking. That they're in control of everything. And have you ever heard of um, a gentleman by the name of Edward Bernays? I believe it's Bernays. It's been a while since I read. Did he invent Bernays sauce? Because I love it. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's actually um, see. At one time, at least our governments referred to us as citizens, citizens of the United States, right. citizens of Canada. Edward Bernays came along a time. I think he was related to Freud. I, like I said, it's been quite a while. I, 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 I'm going to be looking at this guy more in, in the future, but he came along, especially in the 1920s, and he said, in order to talk to these big corporations who have to address the public, don't look at your citizens, as your population as citizens. Look at them as consumers. How are you going to connect to your consumers? He, I believe, I think, was singly responsible for women smoking 
in terms of marketing, how you do it. Number one, you play on young women. You got egos going here. You, males are smokers. You're not smoking. Why are you not smoking? What are you not equal to males or what? So he arranged for an, in a parade in New York at prime time. This parade to get some young, aggressive females want to make a statement at that age, right? Like and made them smoke. Got them to smoke during the parade and, and got it all through the media and started a, a strong initiative for women to take up smoking. Jeez. Because that's how marketing works. They don't right. care. Look at Fast Food Nation. Even the psychiatrist is an outcry amongst that profession because they look at their peers wondering why, how they could possibly sell out to these transnational corporations and teach them how to target market a child. They're outraged at their own profession because they say a child is innocent and needs to be protected, not exploited. So these, these food companies, fast food companies who want their machines in the schools, they were, they'll even lobby the school boards to allow them to drink Coke in class, during class. Right. Now, a lot of schools are wising up and, and, and starting to retaliate with us and, and get these things out of there and stop being so bloody greedy. Mex- Mexico has imposed a special tariff on soda companies who put soda machines and access uh, access to soda in the schools there, and the soda companies have had to pull out because it has impaired their profitability. I mean, so those you know, we point at Mexico as being like this really uh, poor example of a nation that protects its people. Well, guess what? They're protecting their kids better than we protect them here. Again, that's CNN per, uh, portraying and presenting Mexico. That probably has nothing to do. It's the same like everything in the media, this piracy going on. It's their movie. It's their projection. It, what is really going on behind the scenes? You, you won't find that out through mainstream media. They are pre- presenting an agenda. They are facilitating an agenda. This started six months ago. And any time you see this thing happening, something will suddenly appear in the media, it builds, it builds, it builds. You wonder, okay, what's the agenda? Because that's all the media does is they manufacture consent from the public for the people, their benefactors and the people who control that media. And like I said, who controls that media? Watch the commercials. Watch the commercials. You know, we're actually taught, if you look at the way marketing occurs, we're actually taught not to trust our own instincts. The way advertising works, if you look at some of these, the ones that frustrate me the most are the the, uh, ads for pharmaceutical drugs, especially cholesterol meds. You know, they've got a guy, I was 53, I wasn't paying attention, uh, I didn't pay attention to my cholesterol, and then I had a heart attack. Boy, I wish I would. You know, it's like they they, they make you think, oh, my God, you know, uh, I'm not paying attention to my cholesterol either. It's, you know, it's, it's, they're designed, marketing is designed to taught you not to trust your own instinct. I ask people, every time I have this conversation about cholesterol, I say, how many people, you know, have grandparent, great-grandparents that you remember? How old did they live till? 90, 84. And I say, did they take cholesterol medication? No. And they ate raw fats and lard back then. So how does the how did why wasn't cholesterol killing people back then? And no, it's you know because, what? Because huh? no and no one see, we don't trust our instincts. We don't ask those questions. We just blindly trust what is fed to us through the media. Well it's it's even worse because the food companies um in volume one uh muscle smoke and mirrors, I um I use the quote of the Chicago Health Commissioner in 1911 specifically because it happened just about a year after the Flexner Report of 1910 where Abraham and Simon Flexner were instrumental in getting the American Medical Association to 
to take uh, assisted, like, I mean, to go around and to reformat into a pharmacologically based system. And there were good aspects about it, but it was primarily drug, right? Okay, so nutrition was being left out of this new curriculum and still is not in there. So, okay, so I called that the dietary dumb down. It was a dietary dumb down. Medical doctors were going to proceed through the 20th century without an inkling of the cause and effect relationship in diet and disease. So they don't, they won't have a clue. In my opinion, okay, it's my opinion, they won't have a clue. What's going on? The next year, the Chicago Health Commissioner says, we as medical men should be in charge of all social type medicine, all, all social type health care. They should be in the hands of medical men. Well, sure, you've just been dietarily dumbed down. Who is going to watch the exploding food industry? And the food industry has proceeded to just totally maul our food supply and produce thousands of chemicals to go in the foods. Many of them are made to get you addicted onto their food. And with these products, and again, they hire through through physical addictions and through psychological allure. As like I said, they hire the, the people from the field of psychology how to get, they want you from cradle to grave. And they don't right. care at all what happens to you in your health. They're, you're just another mouth that they want filled with their crap. And basically, it's amazing what these big transnational, they're transnational now. They weren't so transnational back then because we had tariffs that were protecting us at one time. But within the borders, they were still very big corporations, and the food was just getting disgusting. And they were taking over women's magazines because women did not want to go this way. They typically, at the family unit at that time, the the economy was such that there could be one... Um, one individual working and bringing in the income. The, typically, the mother stayed home with the children at that time, and she prepared meals. And they weren't buying into the fast food. It, it took a long time. They actually started to buy the women's magazines and then start to say, look, you're a busy woman. You, can't, you don't have time for this stuff. Eat this. Eat that. And they slowly changed the whole dietary landscape of the, we call it, what I'll call the industrialized world. And basically, it made it sound like we are the cat's ass, and 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 it's ridiculous because we're we're the sickest people, probably to ever grace the planet. That's the truth. I mean, we have we have children today at twelve years old that are diabetic, that have colon cancer. I mean, never before, and 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 people still don't get it. They just it's it's where it's almost like a herd of lemmings. Just mar- one by one, marching off the cliff, and as they approach the cliff, they don't even think that the direction they're heading in has anything to do with their oncoming peril. They just yeah. keep marching anyway. It's like when you look at society today, and you see the—I mean—the ravages that the health issue is playing here in this country, and you—and you realize it could all change literally. Overnight, by overnight, I say two or three years from now, 80% of disease could be gone if the American government had the balls to put the food uh, manufacturers and the pharmaceutical industry in their place on behalf of American people. But they won't do it because we are fragmented and splintered. We do not have a unified voice except when it comes time to vote. Then once the voting is over, they disenfranchise us and they split us up again because the power is at the base of the pyramid. The people have the power, but we can't get our crap together long enough to enforce that power. 
I'd say you really don't even have much of a power in vote these days with those uh, Diebold machines. I don't mean vote. We we listen. I, I don't know if I told you the story before, but four or five years ago, I was in a gym and we were talking about how frustrated we were about what was going on in the economy and the country. And I said, you know, if people wanted to get the government's attention, all they'd have to do is, as a as a group. 50% of the country just stop paying their mortgage. Put the money in an escrow account so you can show the mortgage company I have the money, but this is a, this is a, I'm, I'm openly dissenting about policies in the United States. Sorry I'm taking it out on you. And the government would have said, what do you want us to do because you're about to crush the economy? Now it happened by accident, or maybe not by accident, depending on if you have a conspiracy theory uh, about how this happened. But the bottom line is, right now, if the rest of the country what to realize that they could take that you don't have to throw tea in the harbor. Just don't send your mortgage payment and the balance of the people who are paying their mortgages. Stop paying it. Putting it putting it in an escrow account shows that you have the money. So it protects you from the foreclosure and you say, I am not paying my mortgage because I'm dissatisfied with what's going on in the banking world today and what's going on in the government. The government will come to its knees. We do have the power. Stop spending the money. Watch how fast everything hits the bricks. Good luck. Well, no, but try to get people unified to do anything no, like that. That's they the won't do it. And that's what and that's what they bet on. That's what the government bets on. That we do not get together in unison except on that one or two days a year uh, uh, every four years to vote and then they split us up again. And it's very frustrating to me because we have the power to make these changes, but people we just don't have the coordination. We're talking today with Randy Roach, physical culturist, historian, and uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. You've heard me talk about the chill pill on the show and how effective it is at helping people who suffer from social anxiety or sometimes when you just want to take the edge off uh, to a long, stressful day. Well, listen to this story from Dylan Goutreau. Definitely takes anxiety away, which I have a long history of. Having started out at two milligrams a day of Xanax, that was at eight years old, and so I stopped using benzos three years ago. Extremely difficult. Yeah, so I spent about three years trying to find anything and everything I could that would be healthy for me um, to help with anxiety. Because I'm talking, you know, full, full out panic attacks. The the chill pill was the first thing that I've found that actually, in the middle of a panic attack, I can take, and it definitely uh, subsides. Go to drseeds.com. That's D R. R-S-E-E-D-S.com. Use coupon code SHR and save 20% off your first bottle of the chill pill. Check it out. I promise this is one supplement that delivers. Are you looking for a better way to absorb the nutrients you know you need? Do what I do and start your day with lipospheric supplements from Live On Labs. Unlike pills and powders, Live On's patented liposomal encapsulation technology transports nutrients like vitamin C, vitamin B, glutathione, acetyl-L-carnitine, and alpha-lipoic acid to where they need to be, your cells. Visit try.liveonlabs.com forward slash Carl to learn why I take these supplements every day to help me perform in the gym and in life. That's try.livonlabs.com slash Carl. Quest Nutrition makes bars, cookies, chips, and pizzas out of complete dairy-based proteins. Our products minimize net carbs and sugar without sacrificing taste. Each delicious chocolate-flavored chip 
Cookie Chunk and Crunchy Crumble is custom made to maintain Quest macros. It's time to enjoy foods that work for you, not against you. It's time to enjoy your Quest. Whether your goal is to build muscle or burn fat, you'll find everything you need at Redcon 1. Need help getting a good night's sleep? Try Fade Out or the most popular pre-workout supplement on the market today, Total War. Sign up for their new Transformation Challenge and win $10,000 or shop for apparel that people at the gym will know that you are serious about your training. Need a testosterone booster that works? Check out Boomstick. Whatever you need, you'll find the best quality supplements on the market at Redcon 1. Go to redcon1.com. That's R-E-D-C-O-N, the number one, dot com, or go to superhumanradio.net and click the Redcon 1 banner ad today. Men and women, you've heard about hormone optimization. Do you feel like it's something you want to look into? RenewLifeRx.com is the place to start. Their doctors can help you with the solutions. RenewLifeRx.com has a simple process for lab work, consultation, and taking a deep dive into where your hormone levels can be improved. Superhuman Radio listeners get 30% off your initial lab work and consultation. Go to RenewLifeRx.com to schedule your no-obligation phone consultation today. Feel younger, get in better shape, and be more productive. Productive at RenewLifeRx.com. This is the Superhuman Channel. Evolution just got kicked up a notch. I'm not loving you. I just want to remind everybody that there's lots of free stuff at SuperhumanRadio.com. Free samples of Concrete, Drive, Ibunex. And Gamma O, just visit superhumanradio.com and uh, click the banner ads down in the free stuff area. And the manufacturers mail this stuff directly to you. And, of course, you never pay shipping and handling when you get something for free at superhumanradio.com. And also, if you've, in the past month, if you've requested supplements and did not receive them, uh, we had a couple orders, I guess, uh, or a problem with the server and some of the information didn't go through to the manufacturers. If you have requested uh, any of these free samples in the past month and have not received them yet, please email me your name and address and what you requested to on air at superhumanradio.com. I don't think there's many people out there, maybe a handful of people out there that didn't get everything in a timely fashion. Just email me at on air at superhumanradio.com and I'll get it taken care of. My guest today is Randy Roach, um, someone who I always look forward to having on the show because my intelligence quote goes up. <laughs> Randy, talk about crazy stuff, right? Well, you know, I know that this stuff is probably <clears throat> is is a uh, you know a diversion from what we normally talk about on the show, but people have to understand how important this is because the access to healthy food and the ability to choose and make the right choices is of paramount importance when we talk about health and longevity, whether it's muscle building and fat loss or whatever. It's absolutely imperative. Unfortunately, the vast majority of the population doesn't believe there's even a problem. They're just like, look at just, you notice how we can get drugs, we can get alcohol, we can get junk food, no problem at all, sports all day long. Don't let them think. Just give them all the recreation and entertainment. They think it's fine. And again, if you're willing to just sit there and live within the cultural framework and what I call planet corporate chemical, 
you're fine. You can do almost anything. You live in a, in a free country. But if you want to step outside of those barriers and say, look, I don't want to ingest this crap. I don't want to be treated with this crap. I want to have it this way. Then you'll see where the bars are. And they're going up rapidly and covertly. And this is not, I don't, it's not conspiracy talk, it's a fact. Right. It's just a fact that they're so uh, arrogant about it now, they don't try to hide anything anymore. At the, at the top levels of finance, it is an entirely different animal. It's a totally different world. People, they, like I said, they segregate everybody, compartmentalize everybody, and they keep everybody out of conversations, discussions, and debates with jargon. They have such convolution that you won't even engage it because why bother? Most people, like, you know, I'm a raw food eater. I had eight people come to me to talk about who were terminal, to talk about potentials of doing raw food. None of them would do it because they got zero report support from their family. And, of course, they all go ask the doctor. And many think, well, like, it can't work. Our doctors would know about it. It can't work. So they all will all go to their death. They won't do it. You know, because it couldn't possibly be true or a doctor's would know about it. It's funny you should say this because next week I'm doing a show with a gentleman who contacted me through the show. I don't want to give anything away yet until we have him on. Um, who was diagnosed with a non, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma in his stomach, a mass that was about two centimeters by two centimeters large. And they had already put the port in his chest for the chemotherapy and everything and he contacted me, and I told him uh, a supplement regimen to start using. I said, use it and trust what I'm telling you. And I said, what's going to happen is you're going to go back to the doctors, and don't be surprised if they say that they either can't find the mass or it's gotten much smaller. He did not believe me. He, cause, because, again, because we're, we, we're, we're told by the medical industry, just by their attitude about nutrition, that nutrition plays no role in health or recovery. And he, the first couple of days, he didn't do it. I spoke to his daughter. I said, did your dad do it? And she says, no. I said, get him to do it. Just trust it. What's, what can he lose? And lo and behold, he went for two biopsies originally, they, uh, both of them conclusive, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, GML, ga- gastric mucosal lining tumor. Um, he went in for his PET scan two mu- uh, almost two months after starting the regimen that I suggested. I'm not a healer. I, it's just science-based, that's it. And and uh, when they did the PET scan, they could not find the tumor, so they went in and did a third um, a scope, and they said, it's gone. And I went with him to his oncologist, because I wanted to see for the final wrap-up meeting. And I, after his oncologist told him, it's a miracle, whatever you're doing, keep doing it, blah, 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 I said to the oncologist, how many times... Have you seen this? And he said, seen what? I said, seen this type of a tumor go away. He goes, well, it always goes away with chemotherapy. I said, no, no, without chemotherapy. And he said, never. I said, how long have you been doing this? He says, 18 years. So this attitude that nutrition plays no role in health and no role in recovery is something that is propagated by those who would and that who who would be our captors they want it because they don't want you curing yourself for pennies when you can go into the hospital and and, and they can bill somebody a hundred thousand dollars for a seven or twenty chemotherapy sessions 
mutilate you. Isn't it funny how you have to kind of use a disclaimer, I'm not a healer? Well, because I don't want someone... I, I told him, he says, look, I want to come on your show. I want to tell people what you did for me. And I said, you know, I'm hesitant. I actually consulted a couple people and, and uh, two people who I trust their opinions. And they said, look, have him on. Have him tell his story. Don't say you did anything per se other than suggested some supplements and don't try to take credit. I said, no, I'm not going to take credit for anything because it's not... I, I didn't come up with this. I just did some research and said, hey, you know, this looks like it'll work for you. But isn't that bullshit? See, there's examples of cultural bars. Every book you have on nutrition, any book on exercise, you'll see, consult your physician. Yeah. Why the hell would I want to consult the number one killers in the nation? Right. Above cancer and heart disease. Death via your physician with a violent reaction to drugs. These are who our culture has defined as our physicians, our healthcare practitioners, and then you, me, anybody ha can't go out and say anything that we may have helped somebody naturally because they've defined it that way. That's our cultural barriers. So if you're okay with that, you're living in a free country. But if you're not okay with that, look at the bars. You're, I, you're, you're dealing with the bars right now. Right, well, all right. You just said no. Right. Well, listen to this. Um, as some of my listeners know, my dad passed away this past Saturday. I took him out of the hospital that he was in so he could come to his home and die. When I took him out of the hospital and signed him out, they gave me a list of meds that they had already called into the pharmacy. My, my dad was on 17 medications when I left that hospital. That's ridiculous. They, now listen to this. The poor man has either been catheterized or been using an adult diaper for the past year. They had him on Flomax to control his urine. He was taking three different blood pressure medicines. He was taking two different, uh, uh, car, car, uh, which have long-term implications. Uh, uh, he was taking Lipitor and Plavix. The man was dying. They were adamant about, they made me sign a document saying that I would make sure to continue to get. He died, in my humble opinion, from two things. Complications due to insulin resistance, which he ignored most of his life, even though um, it was clear that this was destroying his body, and polypharmacy. Well, yeah, they look at all our elderly. Unfortunately, Carl, your father was like much of the elderly, and he was a pharmaceutical cash That's cow. right. That's right. You know, it's to have him on Lipitor at that time, like, I mean, it's just crazy. It's a crazy. Uh, well, Flomax, the man was in a diaper. You don't have yeah. to control his urine any longer. It's insane. So That's you know, our culture, though. That is it's our disgusting. culture. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. It's, it's terrible. Anyway, I want to I read a... Um, I want to read the definition of instinct from the Merriam-Webster's Dictionary. A largely inheritable and unalterable tendency of an organism to make a complex and specific response to environmental stimuli without involving reason. Okay? We as people always have, we call it gut reactions and, and visceral feelings and hunches and so on, but we know what is right and what's wrong for us. We do, but we have been so prone to second-guessing our own instinct that we don't hear it any longer. And the goal has to be to get back in touch with your instinct. Now, this is a journey that you've taken personally, hasn't it? Me? Yeah, well, I, I'm interested in this tremendously. I just don't know if your viewers really are. But here's uh, here's uh interesting uh, thing I thought about a while back. 
it, it's it's innocent perception. It, it's quieting the mind and listening to the, the inwardly and intuition, intuitiveness. And remember, Dr. G.T. Wrench was concerned back in uh, in the 30s that uh, we we may have lost the, that ability because we'll go we'll go for the white bread or the the natural, more um, organic stuff where animals will walk from certain foods. But did you notice that um, reason over intuition is more left brain? Logic is left brain. Artistic is right brain. Yeah, they also say that uh, our, our hemispheres co- um, communicate through the corpus. Uh, awesome. Blossom, yeah, right. and that the left side of the brain controls the right hand, and the right side of the brain controls the, the left hand, the left side. Isn't it interesting that in our culture, that if you are naturally pick up a, a pen as a child and start with your with your left hand, which means your right brain, you're going to be right brain dominant, which means you're going to have those more uh, different way of visualizing, artistic, and maybe intuitive, and they switch it and put it in our right hand and force us into a left brain logical. And that comes from religious theocracy because of right and wrong. The right side of the body was, was, it's kind of like black and white, where black always meant something bad and white meant something good, and right and, and left. I, I, I know that it has, has an origin. Dogmo cultural control. Right. But I mean, and, and there's a perfect, okay, so there's a perfect exercise right there that people can start experimenting with. Learn to write your name with your left hand. This is actually something I wanted to learn to do a couple years ago after doing an interview with Louis Simmons, and you know, and he, he uh, promoted this concept that you're only as strong as your weakest muscle group. And I thought, you know, I wonder if I started to learn with my left hand if those small motor nerves that I would start to enlist and recruit would make me sh- as strong on my left side as my right side. But here's another good reason to learn to do things with your left hand to stimulate the opposite lobe of the brain. You know, it's, uh, again, it's, it's little things you, you never think anything of. You don't, we don't question as a culture. We don't question anything because we think that our, our authorities just would not ever lie to us. And, and, and also, our, there's, our also, th- th- I think that there's a strong preponderance of fitting in and being the same. And people are afraid to follow their instinct and intuition because it means that they are not the same. I'm sure that you live with that being a raw food eater when you get into discussions with people. Well, well the, again, it, it rolls eyes. I'm quite sure I can't see them roll, but there, it's. I'm, I'm a recluse. I don't really go out and socialize. I, I stay where I am. But I know with other people who I teach about raw food eating, they will encounter that more with the social aspect of it. But you know what? You know, you don't apologize for it. They say that's just the way I eat, and when they start quizzing you on it, and you can just gently turn around how irrational that they're being. Right. And just point out, look at what you're saying is absolutely ridiculous. And if you look at turning around and look at what they're eating and, and point out through history, most people, I hang around with people that are pretty, re, pretty rational, pretty intelligent. Like, I mean, they, they don't really have uh, much problem. I, like, um, I have uh, met a good friend only the past few months, uh, Joshua Trentini. He's a natural Mr. USA, very intelligent guy, great guy. He was just up over the weekend. We did an equipment exchange, and he's very interested in the raw food approach. He's 38, very seasoned. I mean, this guy's incredibly knowledgeable on, on technology and equipment and bodybuilding. And he, he's, he, you think a guy like that would be stubborn and to do it his way the highway. But, no, he is very interested in the raw food and everything, and wants to give this a shot. And I, I just have so much respect for him because he's just so open. The openness. And see, and that's that, in order to 
and, and, and this is something I was thinking about when you first started talking before you even illustrated in this man here. And that is in order for you to be able to get in touch with your intuition, you first have to allow other people their differences without judging them. Because yeah. one of the things that restricts us is the way we treat others. If you are distrustful of others, then you think people are distrustful of you. If you judge somebody for doing something, and then that something presents itself as an opportunity for you to make some progress, you won't do it because you've already judged someone else for doing that. So in, in order to be in touch with your instinct and intuition, you have to allow people to have that same flexibility and not reject them or judge them for it. Would you agree with that statement? Well, it's the the, the biblical statement. Don't judge lest they be judged. If you judge others, you, ju- you automatically stand condemned. You judge yourself. There you it's, go. You uh, judge I yourself. I think a lot of uh, Christianity is could look at things a whole different way and see the true power in Christ's teachings. They're right. they're amazing. I think science is pointing them out. They're they're like you said, especially the judge. Don't judge. Right. <laughs> we all love the judge, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll wrap up the show. We're talking today with Randy Roach about the human in captivity, which every one of us are, and it's time to break out. You can break out all on your own. It takes a change in mindset. It takes a change in your belief system, and you will benefit from it, not just yourself, but those around you. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Are you still on the fence about Body Protection Complex, BPC Oral from DrSeeds.com? Listen to Maggie Kuhn, one of the owners of the C-Bus Lifting Company, Jim, in Columbus, Ohio. I had been having some nagging tendon issues that weren't injuries, just, just things that were annoying. You know, I'm 58 years old, so just older tendon kind of issues. For us powerlifters, you know, we really don't stop training when we have just nagging issues. We just kind of keep pushing through. And I started the BPC. What I noticed was I was doing and some heavy tricep stuff that um, that would have killed me um, before when I had an elbow problem, and I was able to do this with literally no pain at all. Go to drseeds.com, D-R-S-E-E-D-S.com. Use coupon code SHR and save 20% off your bottle of BPC Body Protection Complex today. Do you use protein powder? Then you'll want to hear this. Thrive Protein is the single best protein blend in the world, built around what Mother Nature put into mother's milk. Thrive Protein is the first human-appropriate protein blend. There's just two much in Thrive to list in this commercial. That's why I'm challenging you to compare your current protein to Thrive. Get your current protein and go to thrivprotein.com and see how your protein's label stacks up to Thrive. For a limited time, get three pounds of Thrive for $59.95, including shipping inside the USA. That's thrivprotein.com and code COMPARE. Get ready to experience protein envy. Hey, this is Carl. For 14 years, you've heard me talk about Can-See Eye Drops, and they being the reason that I do not need reading glasses at now 61 years old. But I regularly get emails and messages from people who've been using Can-See and having some amazing results. Recently, I got an email from a fellow named Chad, who, because he was on dexamethasone eye drops for over six months, developed a cataract. Can-See Eye Drops actually reduced my cataract to the point where even my doctor has a hard time finding it. I will never stop using Can-See Eye Drops 
drops twice a day. I've been using them since 2008, he says. And you should be too. There is no better way to keep your eyes healthy and seeing clearly than can see eye drops. Go to wisechoicemedicine.com today and get on board and we will both be looking into the future with very clear vision. You already know the benefits of red light therapy. Now you have to find the strongest, best one out there at the best price, right? That's where Scott Chevery found himself. He had to create Mital Red Light so you can get the strongest, best red light therapy unit in the world at the absolute best price. And the Superhuman Nation gets an additional discount. Go to MitalRedLight.com and use code SHR to get the lowest price anywhere, plus free shipping inside the USA and deeply discounted shipping worldwide. Go to MitalRedLight.com and use code SHR today. That's M-I-T-O-R-E-D-L-I-G-H-T dot com. New Mass Pro Synthogen X2 just upped its own legendary game. To distance itself even further from the rest of the pack, Synthogen X2 now has double the key active ingredients. If you've ever wondered what steroid-like recovery feels like, Synthogen X2 delivers. See why others compare it favorably to powerful bodybuilding drugs at Synthogen.com. Mass Pro Synthogen. When you train with it, you'll gain with it. Spit that out right now. This is the Superhuman Channel. Some look for the bill, some kill for the bill. She wine for the bill, grind for the bill. Welcome back to Superhuman Radio. This is a very appropriate song, Randy. It's all about the dollar bill. Yeah? I wasn't listening to it. I was thinking, I like you jumping higher, lifting more. Yeah. I don't feel like jumping high today, I'll tell you that. No, I don't expect you to. Anyway, um... You know, I was I had a thought during the commercial break, and that, and I was thinking, you know, okay, so we've identified some of this stuff, but how do people really become more in tune with their instinct and learn to trust their instinct? And I think that some of it has to do with reinforcement that your instinct is right, because we've been taught so long that our instinct is wrong. And one of the ways that you can start to trust your instinct is start to better understand your ancestors. If any of your grandparents are still alive, ask them about their grandparents and their great-grandparents. How long did they live? What kind of people were they? Were they robust? Did they suffer from disease? What type of disease? What type of foods did they eat back then? What do you remember as a child that your grandparents ate? Ask your grandparents these questions so that you can go far enough back before the medical orthodoxy had their hands in crapping us up, and the food supply was still pretty much a bit more pristine than it is today. The other way that you can learn to trust, trust your own judgment is to read a book like Muscle, Smoke, and Mirrors. And I know this sounds like uh, a total pimp job, but the truth okay, of the matter is we don't have... Yeah, listen to you, keep doing it. But we don't, have, we don't have a history book that's honest about these types of things. History has been rewritten so that the benefactors, who are the same ones that imprison us, who have altered our belief system with lies, they won't let that stuff get out there. They let only what they want out there. I mean, reading that book the number of times, and I still read it, it's one of the few books that I keep always by my bedside and just crack it open to a different part, has opened my eyes and allowed me to believe 
and trust in my own instincts that this is the right thing to eat for me. Even though when I tell people how many eggs I eat, raw eggs, and they look at me and they think that's just crazy, I real I look at them the way you look at a child and who says, the Easter Bunny's coming this Sunday. And you knowingly go, yeah, that's right. But deep down inside you think, you know, they're so wrong, but I'm not going to challenge them. I don't have to challenge them. Because I I trust my own instinct. They can go their own way. So those are two ways that you can actually start to get in touch with your instinct. You know, First, go back and, and relegate. Look back into your ancestors and find out about your great-great-grandparents great and your great-great-grandparents, how, how long they lived, what they ate. And then search for books that document the true origins of our nutritional system, like Muscle, Smoke, and Mirrors. Um, Armand Tanny, speaking of people who eat whole natural food, <clears throat> excuse me, Armand just passed away at 90, 90 years old. He's about a week, a couple of weeks ago. He was one of the characters in the uh, first volume. Very nice guy. Very nice guy. And what, I mean, what, what was it about him that, uh, that that was um, well. He was uh, he was uh, eat a lot of raw foods, and yeah. I mean, we should be so lucky in this culture to live ninety years old. Right. I mean, you know, and the truth and the truth is that Jack Lalanne, while he's modified his position so he doesn't appear as much of a zealot, he was a raw food eater early on. I mean, I think I read it in your book that he used to go to the stockyards and buy the fresh blood. Yeah, him and Russ Warner were. Our man told me that story, but I think Jack told other people, but. Yeah, Jack's diet has changed over the the years, but he's still it's very whole natural food based. Oh yeah, well, he's just shifted to a more a vegetarian based. He does still does fish and the egg whites. I asked our man, I said, "Why has he gone to egg whites? It's ridiculous." And our man goes, "I don't know. Yeah. You know, it's just it's the yolk. This yolk scares me. I'll take the yolks. I always say on bodybuilders, you got like I get eggs specially done. Like I mean, the hands they're not hybrid. They're they're purebred. It hands with no soy feed." And, man, I'll, I'll take the yolks. You guys can have the egg white. But I eat the whole egg, the whole raw egg. Yeah, I, I eat mean, the whole egg, It's the greatest uh, post-workout meal you can have. It's in your system in 30 minutes with everything. When Dr. Mark Gordon explained the part of the, um, the, the, the false premises about cholesterol, and he explained why lipid-lowering drugs actually continue to raise lipid levels over time, and explain to me that when you don't have enough dietary cholesterol in your diet for a long period of time, your liver kicks up the cholesterol output. And then you look at the message we get, cholesterol is bad, cholesterol is bad. And so you cut your cholesterol down. And guess what? You're on the fast track to needing a cholesterol-lowering drug. And that's mm-hmm. purposely done that way. That's it's, it's done that it's way. It's more insidious. And I think we talked about it in another show. It, it, I, I truly believe it, it is cultivating a cancerous environment. The Lipitor drugs, the statin drugs are cultivating a cancerous environment. Yeah. Yeah, that's terrible. Um, listen, we only have a couple minutes. How's the uh, second uh, edition of Muscle Smoke and Mirrors doing? Uh, it, it's coming along very well. Uh, I've been communicating with as many people as possible and getting the, the pumping iron story down and, and getting it's a lot of behind the scenes what was going on in bodybuilding, the IFBB. Yeah, you know, it, those were, like I said, the, the bylines for this book are the glory years of modern bodybuilding and the great challenge to its nutritional legacy. Because a lot happened in the 70s and 80s, politically-wise, in the food camp and in bodybuilding. A lot of neat stuff. And like I said, just to get it accurate, there is so much that's wrong that's been written out there that's just been wrong. It's 
not that I got the the handle on all knowledge, but I, when I have to look at it from five or six different angles and sources, you find out that man, there's a lot of discrepancy out there, and uh, I'm going to make some errors too. You know what? It, yeah. It's just very hard to nail it down. Uh, I've, there's a couple of errors in my first book, but I eventually corrected. But they're nothing that's like they're crucial or anything like any, that. Any any uh, feel? Will will the next edition be available this year? No, I got to be realistic. There's okay. like this the same size volume as the no, first one. No, I know, one. I know. Probably early 2010. If I try to get it right and sequence the story in proper sequence to make sense, you know, there's a like there's a lot of stuff that house. So there's a lot of neat stuff in here. That there's yeah. a lot that has not been told in bodybuilding. For though there's going to be some people out there who think they know everything that's happened, and they don't. Yeah, because it's been being told for the first time. Okay, listen, we got to end the show. Everybody can go to randyroach.ca, get your copy of Muscle Smoke and Mirrors. I promise you, it will change the way you look at everything in your life, especially nutrition and exercise. Randy, thank you so much for being on Superhuman Radio today. You're welcome, Carl. All right, talk to everybody tomorrow.